stay focused and don't get distracted, especially when things are going well. I feel like from my past experiences, that's usually a time where you feel like, you know, it's okay to like ease back a little bit or relax or like, you know, start spending a little bit more money if it's coming in or like whatever the case may be. But you don't, you know, not, not that much things in this world is guaranteed for you besides like death and taxes from the state. So you shouldn't take anything for granted and things are going good and you should try and start figuring out ways for things to get better before they get worse. Everyday people, a real show with your story, guys, conversation. Who's Divine Wrath? Let us know. Um, I'd say Divine Wrath. It's kind of funny when I started, um, it didn't really <laughs> have any type of like significant meaning. I kind of just thought the name sounded cool and then kind of like as I got older, it kind of had more meaning to me. I kind of think it's um, kind of a bit of like an oxymoron, like Divine and Wrath. Divine's kind of like something you think to be like positive, kind of like godly, you know, so on and so forth and wrath kind of being like more dark angry kind of like aggressive and i kind of feel like that's like um kind of like a little bit of something that everyone has so i kind of feel like divine wrath is like everyone but that's how i feel about myself how old are you uh just turned 23 yeah <laughs> i'm from south floral park the town in long island new york what will we see if we go there um, it's interesting. You're going to see kind of like a lot of drastic changing neighborhoods. Um, I think when a lot of people think Long Island, they kind of think like rich white neighborhoods. And there's definitely a ton out there, but it's kind of like it'll be like either like a really nice looking rich neighborhood or then like it'll go to like a really ghetto area and then like a rich area and then a ghetto area. And then like it'll just kind of like go on like that until you go out into like the Hamptons and shit. It's kind of interesting. The wealth isn't really divided. In, so to speak like how would you describe your music i would describe my music or just like all of my music is basically kind of like a release like me personally in my writing process i can't really write about something unless it's like a raw emotion i'm feeling at the moment so anything that you're really going to hear from me is just something that's kind of like been brewing inside me for a while and like music is basically the only way for me to let it out were there any challenges that you faced when you started oh definitely there are definitely a lot of challenges i'd say one of them was having discipline definitely like when i was younger i was around a lot of different music and like a lot of other people that were doing the same thing as me if not in a better position but due to where my head was at the time and being like immature um i didn't really dedicate myself like how i should have been so you know it is what it is I uh, definitely missed out on a lot of opportunities, but it was when I was young. I'm 23. I'd say like that was around like me being like 17, 18. So, you know, opportunities always come and go. I'd say another one was like money. Um, obviously, I know with what you're doing and what everyone's doing. It's it's not cheap. You need to spend money to make money. But if you don't have the money to spend, then it gets kind of frustrating. And then, you know, you kind of just think like, I don't want to fucking trap, but like, <laughs> I don't really have, there's no good jobs like that around, you know what I mean? So CVS and then it gave me like a couple racks to like work on the studio and like do this that and the third so that was I'd say one of the biggest like um I'd say like drawbacks but like fortunately I was able to manage that out and I have a decent job that allows me to at least like you know put some money away towards my passion how has mm. your city like how has it influenced you and like things that you do now I'd say it's very interesting in the fact that where I'm at like specifically I'm like right next to Queens, but like I'm also like 
right next to like going out east on the island so in terms of like the people you see and the people you're around it varies a lot so when i was younger i was around a lot of different sounds like um before i even started rapping i was in a metal band so i was always into like music with a lot of heavy instrumentation um like rage against the machine um Metallica, Animals as Leaders, uh, I loved Radiohead, uh, Census Fail, Psalm 41. Um, not to say there wasn't a lot of um, hip-hop that influenced me as well, but I'd say like that was kind of like the base when I was younger, and then when I started like going out more into the city as I was older, um, I definitely caught a lot of different vibes. Um, I'd say like one of the first rappers or like first hip-hop I started getting into was Nujabez, if you're familiar with the name. I'm not. He's like this, um, he's like this Japanese producer, but he's like very like, I'd say like Jay Dilla-esque in the way of like his production. And then that kind of made me fall in love with like the instrumentation of like hip hop. And then like, I started actually, I think like the first rapper I really started like mimicking my style after was Nas. And then like, I had, I just had like multiple phases. Like I had a phase with Nas and I had a phase with Big L and Big Pond and Biggie and like, you know, obviously all the New York rappers because that's, you know, I mean, New York's like one of the birthplaces of hip hop. So like I started immersing myself into that. And then when I started making my own music, that kind of gave me like an interesting way that I go about it. Because I'd say it's like when I when I first started writing, it wasn't really for like hip hop music. It was more for rock music. So in terms of the way that I write rap, it's kind of like more like I'll just make lyrics and then I'll fit them in the poetry. So it makes sense on the song. That makes a lot of sense. Your, uh, your EP, I would say a lot of people, I don't know for me, but I feel like a lot of people would be like, hmm, this is interesting. It's not the typical EP. I'm curious as far as like how like all that got started to like the process for each song. It's interesting. Each song's kind of got a little bit of a, I'd say like besides like, I'd say no, no, not how we roll, but I'd say like besides Graves, Graves is kind of like something I just wrote for the fun of it. But like I'd say each other song kind of has like its own like significant backstory to it. I'd say like if I were to start like down the list, how we roll was something I started writing, um, like I'd say like years ago. And that was kind of like towards like, I'd say like how we roll and like the Ballad of Benzie Opus is one something I started writing when I dropped out of college. So like all of the lyrics behind that it's kinda just like centered around like where I was around, who I was with and you know, stuff I was dealing with that time. I'd say Maverick is kind of like it does, I know it doesn't seem like it, but it's actually an indirect message to someone who I was really close with back in the day and uh we kinda had a bit of a falling out. Um I actually used to make music with him too, but he decided that it was for him but when I actually started releasing music he started sending me a lot of like hate and like a lot of hateful messages uh, saying like a lot of bullshit like yada da 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 your music's never gonna make it no one likes your music blah 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 you know 
it's just shit, shit like you know just straight up negativity so that song was kind of like more geared towards him because um he actually believe it or not the person that i wrote the song about uh with mavericks uh produced graves the song on the ep is graves 2.0 but if you go to my soundcloud the original graves is there and that's something he produced and gave to me that i was supposed to release on a mixtape years back that he was supposed to exclusively produce for me but um Long story short, he decided music wasn't for him, but he couldn't be straightforward to me about it. So I kind of just asked him, like, listen, can I at least get the beat? He gave me the beat. And then, like, when I released the song, like, two years later, then he started getting, like, all of, like, this negativity. So I was kind of like, what the fuck? That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's basically where I could say, like, most of the energy, like, from the lyrics really stems from. That's kind of just, like, um, I guess kind of, I'd say, like, if I'm, if everybody likes it and, you know, people want to hear more from me, I think think that you know that's something that's going to be crucial to listen to so you at least figure out where you're coming from and if you fuck with me i hope you like more of my music <laughs> no uh a ballad of busy opus that's something mm-hmm. that a lot of people would relate to because yeah I, it dives into like a lot of deep stuff and it took me maybe two to three times to really just sit there and listen to what what it was talking about but yeah that was a story that i wrote i started writing that in 2013 and it wasn't finished finished until like 15 because like i had like finished it and then recorded it and then i didn't like it so i had to rewrite it and then like i did like that two or three more times until it was done what message would you like give yourself now with everything that you know i'd say stay focused stay focused and don't get distracted especially when things are going well i feel like from my past experiences that's usually a time where you feel like you know it's okay to like ease back a little bit or relax or like you know start spending a little bit more money if it's coming in or like whatever the case may be but you don't you know not not that much things in this world is guaranteed for you besides like death and taxes from the state so you shouldn't take anything for granted and things are going good and you should try and start figuring out ways for things to get better before they get worse do you have any shouts you want to give Oh, of course. Uh, definitely want to shout out Moon. That's the homie right there. Um, obviously, if I didn't connect with him, I never would have found Spark. So, shout out to Moon. Uh, definitely shout out to my live band, The Vibrations. Uh, those guys are awesome. Anyone wants to check out their gram. Uh, very talented individuals. Um, you know, shout out to, uh, you know, the homie Akinyemi. It's another up-and-coming artist. That guy's doing really good stuff. Uh, shout out to Frank Knight. Um, I'm actually going to be performing with him and a couple other individuals. Uh, shout out to Q&A as well uh, this Friday in Brooklyn. And uh, there's some really good guys. Um, Frank was actually one of the people that introduced me into um, the whole rap scene in general. So, uh, you know, definitely if anyone wants to check him out. Guys, great stuff, great performer, great music. Just great guy overall. Drop your social media so we can follow you. Yeah, definitely. So if you want to follow me on Gram, you can follow me on Instagram at it's underscore divine wrath. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's a divine two wrath, the number two wrath. Uh, if you want to follow me on SoundCloud, uh, just type in divine wrath music. I'm on Spotify as well. You can look up Divine Wrath. On Facebook, you can find me as well, as well as Bandcamp. Oh, and if you want to catch me on Snapchat, it's Mr. Noel N-O-E-L, 420. It's been, it's been great talking to you. Learned so much. Definitely, man. Always a pleasure. Um, good luck on Friday. <laughs> yeah, definitely, man. Um, 
there's gonna as soon as it's done there's gonna be links on all social media as well for anyone who wants to check it out the show that we're referring to happened on november 10th it was broadcasted live on ig for the ones that couldn't make it and i gotta say he controlled the stage like a beast or you know any listeners that are you know are in the new york area there's definitely gonna be more shows in the future so once you see that you know if it's something you're digging definitely come out to the next one i would like to give a huge shout out to ao shut and so xa sounds for the dope music you heard today see you on the next episode